Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. AEW is going through some changes. Now, really, this should surprise no one because the company is only like three years old. And if they're not shifting and they're not progressing, they're not evolving, then something probably would be very, very wrong. At the end of the day, it is also a wrestling company and wrestling companies are always going to share some similarities. So given some of the madness over the last few weeks or so, my name is Simon What Culture. Welcome to the channel. Please like, share and subscribe because it's YouTube. And this is 10 massive changes AEW is about to make. Why? Here's why. Number 10, less blood. Now this seems to come from the people at the top and those who are pushing the buttons when it comes to TNT programming. And they have gone to All Elite Wrestling and said, look, we love blood. We love the red stuff. When John Moxley is in there and we see it pouring from his head, it gets us all excited in our tum-tum too. But maybe you just want to dial it back a little bit because it is getting kind of out of control. And I just think that's good advice all round because it comes down to the law of diminishing returns. Like if I look into the camera right now and say, I love you, Steve, and your name's Steve, you'll be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. But if I then say, oh, I love you, Karen, Steve's gonna be like, okay, well, that's a bit weird. And then I go, oh, I love you, I don't know, Jackaboo, then all of a sudden Karen's gonna be like, wait a minute, I thought he loved me. The more I say something, the less effect it has. That's a very weird analogy to say it's the same with blood. I'm sure a reason they are doing this is because it can turn people off. <laughs> My girlfriend sees it and she's like, this is absolutely disgusting. I'm like, you don't understand, man. But less is more. It's been true back then and it's true now. So it makes sense to carry on this way. Which is the same with number nine, because it also sounds like AEW is going to have less swearing. And this is a problem for me because it's <laughs> the exact same reason I just gave. If we say the S word over and over and over again, by the 30 second time, the S word has no meaning. And the reason I use the S word is because South Park did a whole episode about this. That's like 15 years old and it still rings true today. It also hopefully means when somebody does drop one of these, it makes you go, well, holy flub, they must be mad. I mean, on an episode of Raw recently, Riddle said the F word and it was bleeped out. But honestly, that was like a gun to my head. I didn't see it coming. So that's the reason you want to make sure you don't do it too much. Which brings us to number eight, 
which is that maybe, just maybe, Tony Khan is going to be taking more charge. Now, he's already done this once before, because I think when AEW did begin, you had Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, and Cody Rhodes all putting their two cents in, and sometimes Tony Khan putting his hands up and going, look, you are all talented performers, I'm going to trust you... And then he watched the end product and he was like, nah, man, I should have done my idea. Now, this does make all the sense in the world because you have to have somebody at the top who gets to say yes or no to everything. Otherwise, things do get out of control. But a report in the Wrestling Observer newsletter recently talking about a meeting Khan did have with the talent was him saying, look, I'm happy to hear all concepts. I'm happy to hear all ideas. Sometimes I will be happy to say, you know what? You have come up with something better, but the buck stops with me. That's not a pun. And that's just the way it's got to be. And we can tie this back into WWF and WCW. I don't think AEW has any comparisons to that. But one of the reasons World Championship Wrestling struggled is because Hulk Hogan had his say and Kevin Nash had his say and Scott Hall and so on and so forth. Eric Bischoff was kind of pulling the strings but also kind of wasn't. Then you had Vince Russo. So you've heard it before and you're going to hear it right now again. The inmates were running the asylum. That does not work when it comes to wrestling. We can also actually go back to those late 90s because in at number seven, yes, more people are gonna leave. And it is the same for WWE as well. In fact, now, I would say that damn forbidden door is more open than it has been. If you are not happy with your lot in WWE, you know that you can just go to AEW, which is a thriving wrestling company. And now if you're in AEW and you know that Triple H is in charge of the other place, even if you're not 240 and 6'2", you're probably thinking to yourself, well, maybe I can get over there because the rules have changed. And I cannot stress how important this is for you and I, the wrestling fan. I mean, think how great it was when Cody Rhodes returned at WrestleMania or how awesome it was when Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson and Adam Cole turned up on All Elite Wrestling. It just makes you go crazy and it makes you think, well, if he did this, maybe they're going to do that. And if she's over there, maybe she's going to come down here. So never get mad at this. Never go, oh, they're just an ex-WWE guy. Enjoy the madness. Look, I was around for WWE being the monopoly for 20 years. While they still had good shows, it is much better now. And when we move on to number six, I'm just going with the evidence I've seen on screen. I think we are going to get more worked shoots. Because look how many we've had so far. We've had everything with MGF. Now we've got everything with CM Punk. Everything with Hangman Adam Page. There's a bunch of other stuff going on with Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa. I don't think anybody knows what's real and what's not real. And those lines are being blurred. And it's so hard to talk about as well because there are lots of pros to it. But there's also cons. Because as soon as you do start muddying the waters, there are going to be a selection of your fan base that get confused because they just want to have simple stories and they just want to have wrestling. Also, let's not forget when Maxwell Jacob Friedman was going, oh man, WWE stars everywhere crapping over AEW, guys. The fans started to cheer. And when it comes to MJF, if you had told me a few months ago, that guy's never even going to get a single positive noise coming out of a fan's mouth, I would have believed you. And yet here it was. So I would say you probably want to keep these to just one a year, if that, because it can get mighty, mighty weird. But again, I just ran off a handful. I don't think it's going to win there. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, 
so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Which allows us to step forward into number four and one that I'm excited about, more major TV matches. Now, AEW has actually been awesome with this since day one, because don't forget we had Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega just on a random episode of Dynamite. But recently, we also had CM Punk versus John Moxley, title versus title. If you want to come in here right now and say, Simon, I think that was the most important match AEW has ever had on free TV... Yeah, I don't know how you got in here, but you're right. Now, of course, this was done for TV ratings and it did work, but it was also done to tell an interesting story tying into the all-out pay-per-view where we were going to do CM Punk versus John Moxley 2. And that is such a crazy way to go about things. It gets me super excited deep down in my tootsie toes because anything that you can do that is different in 2022, you should ride like a damn horse. Let's not pretend that it doesn't work. Once again, we can go to WCW. People still criticize them for putting Goldberg versus Hulk Hogan for the WCW world title on television. But I was basically a fetus then, and I was over the moon that I didn't have to pay to watch it on pay-per-view. And even though I was a WWF guy, did this make me just a little bit more of a world championship wrestling fan? Don't tell anyone, even though it was like 20 years ago, but it absolutely did. I think I screwed up the numbers, because now we're on to number four. (laughs) But I am an idiot, but I kind of feel like we're about to get an expanded women's division. This is absolutely something All Elite Wrestling needs, because they do have a ton of talent there, and they'll get a bunch more in the future too. But it all comes down to the fact that they have recently registered the trademark of something that's called like All Women Elite Wrestling or something. And if that isn't an indication that they're going to do a women's wrestling show, what the hell is going on? Now, fair enough, it could be something like Total Divas. But even then, that's not the worst thing in the world. Because do you know why WWE's women demographic increased 
it was because of that damn reality show. So you may not have liked it. I'm not going to say I didn't like it because I did. I thought Total Divas was great, but it did achieve what it was intending to. And it allowed females to go, oh man, maybe I'll watch Raw and Smackdown. Personally, I would prefer it if it was a television program dedicated just to the women, because then you can finally tell good stories. And I tell you this, more of them will get over, because you can be the best wrestler in the world, but if you've got no character, you've got no persona, and you've got no narrative, how is anybody meant to care? And in order to do all those things, you need some damn time. So I'm going to keep both my fingers crossed with this one, because I really do think it would be a benefit all around. And number three is more of my guesswork, but I think we're going to get more pay-per-views. Now, it may not necessarily be in addition to the big four that we already have, but much like these Clash of the Champion shows that we do get, I've just got a feeling that at some point Warner Brothers or Discovery are going to knock on Tony Khan's door and say, hey man, we think a really great way to increase ratings is to do more of these special thingamajigs. So why don't we do it? And it's not like you can criticize that either because you do have to dive into the numbers. And even the Forbidden Door show did over 100,000 buys. So if you were doing like a Tekken versus Street Fighter type deal and people are still interested, then you probably want to once again see where that's going to go. I'm actually on the other side of the fence with this. And I like the fact that we just do all out, double or nothing, revolution and full gear. But you have to remember that it is a money-making business. And if Tony Khan thinks this is going to make him more money and make the company more profitable and more stable, then hey-ho, man, run your socks off. Which brings us to number two, a homegrown AEW world champion. And I am talking about Jungle Boy. I am talking about MJF. I am talking about Sammy Guevara. I am talking about Ricky Starks. You can pick whoever you want. Powerhouse Will Hobbs. But I do know that something people loved about All Elite Wrestling when it first started is being introduced to all this talent that they didn't know existed. So at some point, we have to reward all of that by going, oh my gosh, they made it. And now they're still on the top. I'm actually going to tie this all into number one because I actually think, given everything we talked about earlier and what we just said, that we may actually get a babyface Maxwell Jacob Friedman when he does return. I mean, it's going to be difficult, but I can feel it in my bones. And that he will be the guy to do this and become AEW World Champion. And it doesn't matter if I'm totally wrong on that one, and he does stay a good guy, because whether he is a villain or whether he is a hero, him being the main man at the top of the card, I just think would allow AEW to have this distinct personality that nobody else has, because let's face it, he's only in his mid-twenties, and he's already achieved so much. And you could even go, even if he never got better for the rest of his wrestling career, he'd still be phenomenal. And that just makes you go shrug emoji. How the hell did he do this so fast? But wouldn't that be awesome, though, to see somebody that he did learn about in 2019 go all the way through the company and win the top prize? I think that would be absolutely fabulous. And I try and do a backflip and I break my neck and I'd be dead. But I would be so pleased that's a good way to go. I'm just talking to the world right now. That is not a good way to go. Please don't make it happen. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is 
absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah. And under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.